Not going to quite start a uh, new series in the midst of holiday activities since people are still involved in different things. But uh, two weeks ago, we took up the thing of labels, looking at that uh, group we told you about no labels. Have any, did anybody do any more research on the no labels group? You probably just don't care about it, right? <laughs> so you didn't bother with it. Yeah, it's a bunch of people who didn't make it in the other areas, and so they're trying to find a place to make it from. And if you look them up, that's really who it is. I mean, there's, there's folks in the Republican Party, folks in the Democrat Party, and they couldn't make it in either of those, so they decided to make it into another group. And so they decided to call it no labels. <laughs> that's really what it, who it is. It's the who's who of who became nothing. Um, yeah, we, we do that. But we looked at the idea from labels and whether God labels us and does God use labels, and we saw that God did use labels. Uh, we looked at why we would have labels. Why they're used, that they show the characteristics, uh, both good and bad, of a thing. Because we don't buy clothes without labels. I want to know what the, the thing's good for, how to take care of it. It's especially important to know how to take care of it. You've got to know how to wash it, where you can dry clean it, where you got to wash it cold, how you got to dry it. You know, we have some of those, uh, my son and I, we have, you ever see those waffle type shirts? I think that's what you call them. Uh, they have the, like the, you know, just cotton, they're just for to be warm. Is all it is, but I wear them in the shop all the time. And uh, I'm, I'm, for my size, I am a, I'm a tweener. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm a tweener. I mean, you can be a tweener no matter how large or small or whatever you are. You can be a tweener, and I'm a tweener. I'm not quite a medium, and I'm not quite a large. So if I get a large in those particular shirts, it's too big. And if I get a medium, it probably fits. But you've got to be real careful how you watch it, wash it. <laughs> so if you don't wash it right. Um, it's no longer going to be the medium I need. And it's a little little tight and it's like a little tough in the in the shop. So we have to be careful and watch the labels and, and how to how to wash those things because they can become unuseful after a while. So labels are good. They establish the proper treatment. They also distinguish the use of the of the thing. And our labels, we should never be ashamed of them. We should look to have some labels put on us and, and to go about and to declare them. I am a Christian. I'm a Bible believing Christian. I'm a full gospel Christian. I'm a tongue-talking Christian. I'm a faith-believing Christian. I'm one who believes in Jesus as the healer. And, and we should never be ashamed of them. But we looked at some of the folks that were wanting to get rid of some of the labels, and we saw that those who want to get rid of them are generally ashamed of the label's proclamation or they protest its revelation. I either don't want, what, uh, I don't want people to know that I'm this way or... Um, uh, you know, I'm either ashamed of it or I'm just not, I don't want this out there. And there should be no reason that we are ever ashamed of a label. And anyone, whether it's political, whether it's spiritual, whatever it might be, if they're afraid of their label, I want nothing to do with them. You know, know what you believe and stand up for what you believe in. You know, we got them preachers out there who want to get out there on the, on the talk radios and the TVs and and, well, is Jesus the only way? Well, I'm not going to... Well, I don't, I don't want to listen to them anymore. If you're not willing to stand up for Jesus and say Jesus is the only way, why in the world should I listen to anything you say? Labels are important. We also talked about labels are to be moved on from or attained to. We may have a label, and we may not like the label, but that may be our label. That may be what we are. Maybe, uh, you know... Paul, when he came and was dealing with some of the people, he says, you're babes. I'll bet you they didn't like that label. I bet you they didn't. They, they, no, nah, we don't want to be that. We want to be mature. 
But he says, nah, you're not ready yet. You're carnal. You're not spiritual. He put some labels on some people and they didn't necessarily like that, but labels are to be moved on from. Mm -hmm. But we gotta, we got to move on from them. We talked about the types of labels. There's the God-given labels. There's the man-made. There's the self-imposed. And there's those that are generated from obedience or faith or, or different things like that. And we want to talk a little bit tonight on this particular topic because I've been meditating on this uh, quite a bit. I'm, I enjoyed hearing that one story because I'll tell you what, I got a whole lot of meditation out of it. I don't know about you all, but I know I did. So how do we overcome? How do we move on past a label, especially if we have a label that we don't like? You know, just because we've said this before, just because you have a label that you don't like don't mean it's wrong. Don't mean it's unjustified. But uh, sometimes we've got to move past the label. Sometimes I've got to realize, well, that's my label right now. That's where I'm at right now. So I'm going to move on past this and, and work towards it. How, how, do we, how do we do that? How do we get past the label that we have? So we look through some of these, some of the people we looked at last time. We're going to look at them again and we're going to look at some other ones as well. First off, we're going to go how not to do it. Because it's always good to know how not to do something. How many of you have learned how not to do something by doing it? <laughs> well, I know not to do it that way again. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> that was not good. Mm -mm. Not going to do that one. <clears throat> All right, we know not to work on an electrical outlet with it on. Stuff like that. <laughs> Well, in Matthew 26, verse 34, dealing with Peter, Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Here is one way not to overcome a label. Deny it. Denying a label will not overcome it. It don't matter if the label was true or not. If you just sit there and deny it, it you will not overcome the label. You're, you're not just not going to do it. Because you, you go through, just look at it even with the media and the, and the politics and stuff like that. How many of y'all remember the one vice president we had who, mis, who uh, people said misspelled something? And really, if you go back, I've heard people go back through it, and I don't remember the whole thing. Uh, I can't even forget the, the, the vice president guy. Dan Quayle. Who was actually a very intelligent person, but he came off of the label of being unintelligent because of this simple thing. And... Um, and really, apparently, there's a, there's a couple of different things you can do with that, but he got a label, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Justified or not, he got a label, and somehow you got to overcome overcome that label. And I think I told you the story that the gal who was running down in Delaware was in a, in a law school, and uh, her opponent, which I forget his name too, her opponent was uh, quoting something from the Constitution, he thought. And so she basically asked him, where is that in the Constitution? And he said the First Amendment. I think he's what he was saying, the First Amendment. So you're saying that the First Amendment says this. And, uh, and she was in a law school. This was in a law school. Did I tell you this story? Did I tell you that? This was in a law school. And the, and the law school started laughing at her because she didn't know that was in the First Amendment. You know what? It's not in the First Amendment. And she was trying to bring that out. It's not in the First Amendment. <laughs> and this guy thought it was. And the whole law school thought it was. And she knew that it wasn't. But she came out with a label there that she wasn't well prepared. Even though everybody put the label on, eventually it, may, it did eventually come out that they were all wrong and 
And they all missed it. And so then she went on and she asked him to name seven things that the Constitution did. And I, 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 he came, couldn't even come up with one of them. And so, uh, but you know, she still came out with a label out of that, not him. It's, it's not justified. It wasn't right. But just because you have a label and it's not justified doesn't mean that you can overcome it by denying it. Now, this label that Peter has, is it, is it legitimate? Like I said, don't argue with Jesus. If Jesus comes up and he says, you're this way, yes, sir, I am. That's how I am. That's just the way it is. Okay, how do we take care of that? I mean, denying stuff with God, it just don't work. If God comes and tells you, this is how you are, okay? Okay, don't sit there and argue. It's just not going to do any good. It won't help. Well, there's another way besides denying, and that's what we saw with Judas in John 13. We're not going to go over there. But Judas... Uh, he just ignored it. He just ignored it. He did not going to pay any attention to it. And Gideon did the same thing. In Judges chapter 6, the Lord said to him, Mighty man of valor. Yeah, he, just, he didn't even pay any attention to it. He just totally ignored it until, you know, the Lord came and hit him with him a couple of times and he couldn't ignore it anymore. And he says, Oh, come on. But ignoring a bad label, it's not going to cause you to overcome it. It ain't going to help. If you, you know, sometimes you ignore something long enough, it'll go away. Right? How many of y'all know that? If you got a pain, if you ignore it long enough, it'll go away. <laughs> well, that's not how we deal with things, is it? You got to deal with things in a little different way. Thomas in John chapter 20. We're not going to go there either, but we, we covered this before. But Thomas in John chapter 20. Here's a third way not to do this. Don't deny it. Don't ignore it. With Thomas, now we don't really have the thing that Thomas is doing this, but I think you can kind of figure out how this was, was going on and Israel does the same thing as well. Identify with others. Sometimes we try and identify with other people. Well, there's other people who think this way too. There's other people who are this way, so it's not bad. <laughs> it's alright, because look at the other people. I mean Israel. Well, look at how many people we have out here that feel this way. It can't be wrong. Moses, we all feel this way and you're the only one who does it. So we can't be wrong. That's not necessarily true. You know, majority is not always right. They may win, but they're not always right. Just because a whole lot of people think that way doesn't mean that they're right. There's a whole lot of people who thought the snow was going to start early this Sunday. <laughs> but that didn't mean they were right. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what, that's, there's something else. Anybody ever figure out how much snow we did get? I don't know how they could tell because you know you got some places you see the grass and other places where it's real, real high. I don't know how you're supposed to tell with that. So we couldn't tell up in our area because it was up and up here and then nothing down there. It was all over the place. But identifying with others, this will not help you overcome a label. Just because you can find other people who are labeled the same way or feel the same way you do or uh, believe the same thing about that scripture or whatever it is, doesn't mean that bad label is going to go away. Don't mean, doesn't mean you can overcome it just because you can find other people. You know, there's a whole lot of other cowards out there. There's a whole lot of other doubters out there. And you can identify with them, but it doesn't mean you overcome it. Now, Thomas is out there. How many of you think Thomas found some other people who did not believe that Jesus was resurrected? Do you think he went out there and tried to find them? I know the scripture doesn't say it, but if you're Thomas, <laughs> wouldn't you be trying to do that? If you got a couple of people out there saying, we saw them, do you believe that? 
Yeah, I'm with you. I don't believe that. I don't. <laughs> you kidding me? Risen from the dead? Come on. <laughs> I just, that don't happen. Well, you know, I did a couple of times, but that's when Jesus was here. Jesus isn't here anymore. That just don't happen anymore. It does make it easier to keep a bad label when we find others who wear it as well. But that uh, doesn't mean that it's a good thing to do. We've got to find out what the truth is. Well, let's take a look at some of those who did overcome. The woman with uh, from Tyre. We talked a little bit about this before in Matthew 15. Behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And your daughter was healed from that very hour. So she was called a dog, but she became a woman of faith. Right? She didn't get there by ignoring the label. She acknowledged it. That's, I'm a dog. <laughs> That's fine. If you want to say I'm a dog, I'm a dog. I'm okay with that. Doesn't argue with Jesus about, about being that. Doesn't deny it. Doesn't say, I am not a dog. Could you see where that conversation would go? If, if, if that was the things out of her mouth. If she, I am not a dog. But if I were, that's just not, <laughs> that's, that's not how it went. She said, yeah, but even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. That's all I need, just the crumb. Crumb, take care of these demon problems, problems just fine. And Jesus said, boy, I haven't seen, this is good faith. This is great faith. Daughter, your, your faith has done it. Let it be as you desire. So she had a label of a dog, according to Jesus. But she overcame it, didn't she? She overcame it with her words. Not by denying it. Not by ignoring it. Not by finding other dogs. She didn't go around there looking for other dogs. You dog too? Like, this one's a dog over here, and this one's a dog over here. and no, That's not going to help her situation. But she overcame the label of a dog and became a woman of faith. Mm-hmm. Take a look at somebody else who overcame this. Jesus and the Pharisees. How many bad labels did they try and put on Jesus? <laughs> I mean, they called him, he cast out demons by Beelzebub. Is that a label? They tried to put false prophet on him. They tried to put false teacher on him. They tried to put all sorts of stuff on him. And what did Jesus do? I am not. I am not a false prophet. He doesn't, he doesn't try and do any of that. He doesn't deal with denying it. He doesn't ignore it. He dealt with every time they put a label on him. He said, well, I'll tell you what. If I do cast out demons by the power of Beelzebub, then how did your sons cast them out? So he overcame them. You can overcome labels, but not by ignoring it, not by denying it, not by finding other people who uh, who fit in the category with you. How about Paul? Paul was a he was labeled a persecutor, wasn't he? Didn't the church label Paul persecutor? Danger. Stay away from Paul. If you see Paul coming, leave. <laughs> Go away. Hide. They labeled Paul. And when Paul got saved. Were they ready to change the label? No. Now, a few were. A few were able to to grab hold of this. But even the prophet who was sent to him said, Wow, I see the label that he wears. (laughs) He wears a persecutor label. He's here to kill people. And he wants to kill people like me. And you want to send me to him? Mm, I don't know about this. This isn't good. There's a label that's there. And we have to overcome those labels. And people took a little while to overcome the label. But Paul... 
But Paul didn't go around, I am not a persecutor. Because he was a persecutor. He didn't go around denying it. He didn't find other people that were that way. And he didn't ignore it either. He said, alright, that's where I came from, but I'm not that anymore. I had this experience on the road and the Lord Jesus appeared to me. And these are some of the things that he said. And I was blind for a little while. But then I got to see my... He, he told him. And then he, he did some things to overcome that label. That's what we need to find out from. How did, how did Paul overcome his label? How did the woman overcome hers? Here's a great one. Luke chapter 8. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood in physicians and could not be healed by any came from behind and touched the border of his garment and immediately her flow of her blood stopped. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you. And you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now after 12 years of a flow of blood, and understand for the people this time, that branded you. Do you think she wore a label? She probably was labeled. People say, oh, that's that one. <laughs> so could she deny it? Ignore it? She probably had a hard time finding other people to identify with. Those methods just aren't going to help her out. So how did she change it? Because she did change it. Jesus called her a woman of faith. She did change it. So overcoming labels, how do we do it? First off, denying or ignoring the label is useless regardless, and understand this, regardless of its fairness or truth. It doesn't matter if the, if the label that has been put on you is fair and it doesn't matter if the label is put on you is true. Overcoming them is still the same way. And you're not going to overcome it by denying it, by ignoring it, or by finding other people to identify with. That's not going to help you out. Sitting there telling people, it's not fair that I had this thing. I'm not that way. That's not going to help it, is it? Nope. Got to go beyond it. So there are three things here. The first way that we see that Paul did, the first way that we see that this woman did, the woman from Tyre and other ones, they're going to see these and, and these. Not, now, you don't have to use all three of them. But these three ways will help you overcome a bad label. The first one is fruit. I was originally going to put character in here. And that's in the parentheses. You can put character in there. But fruit fit better. Fruit. The fruit of your life will overcome a label. Don't worry about what people label you as. You know, if they want to label you as a banana, so what? Be an apple. Be an orange. Be what it is that you want to be. Because after a while, the people that are calling you, who is an orange or an apple, a banana, are going to look pretty foolish. Because anybody else, this is a banana. No, it really looks like an apple. I mean, look at the way they act. Look at the way they are. They look like an apple. I mean, no, they're a banana. And pretty soon the people who call you by a false label are going to appear stupid. Untrustworthy. And they will fall down in their character. So just be what God has called you to be. Have the fruit that God has told you to have. And the labels that other people try and put on you, they're going to fall off. They can't hold. The fruit that you display, the character that you display will overcome those things that other people put on. That's the first way to do it. Don't sit there and deny it. Don't sit there and ignore it. Don't find other people. Be the fruit 
that God has told us to be. The fruit of the Spirit is love and all the other things are characteristics that should flow out there. And just be that way. I'm just going to focus on fruit. I'm just going to be this way. This is how I'm going to be. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be long-suffering. I'm just going to be these things. Not part-time, full-time. All the time. This is how I'm going to be. And the labels they try and put on you, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. They will fall off. They will, you will overcome them. Now here in this city, you know, we've, we've seen some labels on some folks, even in the, in the sports world. Michael Vick had a label when the Eagles signed him, didn't he? Michael Vick couldn't deny the label. He couldn't go over there and ignore the label because people were telling him all over to him. Every time you see an article about Michael Vick, it's always about the dogs. Every single time. I get tired of hearing about the dogs. What did he do? He lived his, lived his life. I mean, he's a, he's a born-again Christian as far as I know. And every, word, every time I see him interviewed, he's always giving glory to God. I thank God. Oh, I give glory to God. I mean, just giving glory to God. Just thanking God. Never pointing fingers at people who are always putting them down. Not pointing fingers at the people who show up and protest and make all these different signs. What's he doing? He's letting the fruit of his character overcome a label that he's been given. And you know what? It's working. I saw Michael Vick in a couple of TV commercials. <laughs> you know what that means? People think, you know what? More people are going to like him than not like him. He's overcoming a label, isn't he? How's he doing it? Not by denying it. Not by ignoring it. But by being the character that God has said to be. Fruit. Fruit will help you overcome it. Demonstrate the fruit. That's all we got to do. Second one, faith. Be a person of faith. Just have faith. Faith will overcome a whole lot of things. Faith will overcome some labels that fruit may not be able to, to get you past. I mean, Thomas, he's a denier. He's, a, he's a, a, a doubter. The fruit of his character probably isn't going to help him overcome that. But if he turns himself into a person of faith, he can overcome that, can he? And that's what we've got to do. Sometimes we need fruit and sometimes we need faith. Understand, fruit won't dispel every label that's been put upon you. False one. But sometimes, faith will overcome some of those. So, sometimes you need the fruit. Sometimes you need faith. The last one. Firmness. In parentheses, I put perseverance. But it fit in better, of course, to have firmness. Fruit, faith, and firmness. Don't be moved. Be steady. Persevere. Continue on. Paul continued on. Paul was a perseverer. We good? There we go. Alright, Paul persevered. No matter what it was that came against him, no matter how many people came against him, no matter how many things they accused him of, he persevered. He just said, I am not that way anymore. I'm going to serve God. And he continued to serve God. He continued to persevere. He didn't give in. No matter what they throw against them, no matter how many beatings, how many shipwrecks, no matter what it was that the messenger of Satan was sent to buffet him with, he persevered. He persevered. Fruit. Faith. Firmness. These are the ways that we can overcome bad labels. We've all had some bad labels that have been put on us. Or we have labels that are true, but we'd like to overcome them. 
I'd like to get past that. How many have some areas where you are a doubter? You've got some areas where you are a believer, but you've got some areas where you are a doubter. And you get into that area and it just it's harder for you to stand. It's easy for me to believe over here, but over here, oh, I'm a little weak on this one. This is a little harder for me. How are you going to overcome it? Fruit, faith, firmness. Which one's going to help you out in this one? And operate in that way. Put it in here in the end. Let your life put to rest any old or false labels. Let your life put to rest any old or false labels. If you've got a label, that used to be true of me, but it's not anymore. Don't go around and say, well, I'm not that way anymore. No, just let your life put it to rest. Just be who you are. Just know people are going to come up and they're going to try and fix on you a wrong label. That's okay. They did it in the Bible. You're in good company. Paul had some wrong labels put upon him. Jesus had some wrong labels put upon him. Some people had some right labels put upon them, but they overcame them. And they became something better. They got a better label put on. There are some labels that are good to achieve. Yeah, martyr is a good label to achieve, isn't it? There's some good rewards for that. Of course, there's only one way to get there. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's no uh, there's no going back for anything more. You know, that's that's kind of like it. <laughs> but but you know, that's a that's a good label to have. You're going to have some people up there in heaven. They're going to have a label on a martyr. Not everybody's going to have that label. But some people will have that. There are some labels they'll be attaining to. And we can attain them to them and, and uh, we're going to get there. That's where I'm going, to, I'm going to be. What kind of labels are you looking for? What kind of labels do you want to achieve? What kind of labels do you want to wear? If you get into the military, they have certain badges of honor that you can earn. And when you earn them, you wear them on your uniform. Then it look good. You know, you watch JAG. <laughs> And you see the guys and they got the, the coat on and there's stuff all over here. I mean, that looks good. I don't know what they mean, but I want them. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it looks a whole lot better to have stuff there than nothing. Because somebody comes on the show and they got nothing there. And then you know, he don't got nothing. She don't have nothing there. Oh, but look at that one. Oh, they got stuff. They've done some things. <laughs> It meant, it meant something. There, there's, there's ways to get that label. There's ways to get that, that thing. And the same thing with God. There's ways to get those labels. How do you become a man or a woman of faith? People did it and picked up that label. How do you get to be a man or a woman who perseveres? One who overcomes. One who is a believer, not a doubter. One who is a proclaimer. How do you get to those and attain those, those labels? Which ones... Do you want? There's a whole lot of them out there, but which ones do you want? Because if you want the label, you got to go for it. Father, I want, I want that label. I want that one. I want to become that. How do I do it? The Word of God tells us, you know, in a, good, in a great house, there's, la- there's uh, vessels of clay and wood and vessels of gold and silver. Isn't that a label? I'm a silver vessel. I'm a gold vessel. I'm a clay vessel. Isn't that a label? How do you attain it? He says, here's how you attain it. Get rid of this stuff. Pick up this stuff. You attain that level. What label do you want? 
Or are you just kind of going through life and not even thinking about it? What label do you want? Do you want the label of one who is a victor? One who is an overcomer? Do you want a label of one who knows the Word of God? One who trusts God? Do you want a label of one who is quick to forgive? What kind of label do you want? Which ones are you going for? We should know. And we should say, Father God, when I get to heaven, I want you to be able to put this label on me. Not so much into that martyr thing, but I'm into this one. I like this one. (laughs) Which ones do you want? Which way do you want to go? Father, we thank you for the help that you give us. We do want to wear the labels that you have out there. We want to be one that is called a man or a woman of faith. We want to be one of those who is called man or woman of peace. Peace as far as you have it. A man or a woman of joy. A man or a woman of long-suffering. A man or a woman who is victorious in life. One who overcomes, not is overcome. There's some labels, Father, we want to attain to. Really, we don't care what the world calls us, how they label us. We care how you do. And we'll live our life in such a way that when the world calls us a false label, it just won't adhere. It won't stick on. People come up and try and put a bumper sticker on us and it just falls off. They can't adhere. We thank you for it, Father. We can overcome as others in the Word of God have overcome. False labels. Labels that were once true but are not anymore. If they can overcome, we can overcome. And we thank you for the help you give us in that. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.